Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight it's just me and Liza from All Star Sports. Yay, All Star Sports. You know, Liza and I are, how do you say it, cheap? We're cheap. We never stay anywhere expensive, and I'm pretty sure this resort meets all our needs, right? It's got a bed and a shower. Yeah, bed and a shower, no bed bugs. No, it's clean. I get four pillows per bed. I know, four pillows. I almost snuggled one last night. That that's a criteria for me. I need I need multiple pillows. Yeah, four pillows, two beds. I mean, it's not bad. Now, I will tell you it is crawling with cheerleaders, which might be some people's dreams. I was actually on a bus the other night and I guess the kids were going somewhere like to an event at Magic Kingdom. They were showered, they weren't in their workout clothes. It was well, let me put it this way. While it may be some people's fantasy to be stuck on a cheer bus full of cheerleaders, it was pretty smelly. Oh. It was. It was like this strange, metallic, sweaty smell. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, it smelled of spandex and glitter and pom-poms and... Yeah, all the things that made us afraid when we were in high school were on that bus. Maybe that smell was me. Yeah. yeah. The smell of fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was never a cheerleader, but that's cool. I mean, they've got stuff going. They're flexible. They are. Yes. We've witnessed a lot of that. <laughs> anyway, it, it's not so... Okay, so here's the thing. And we talk about this a lot, like whether or not we should send clients to a resort with sports groups. It hasn't been a problem except... I will say, if you're planning on being there during, you know, when the sporting group is here, just keep in mind that the pool is going to be really busy and the food court is going to be an absolute madhouse. But it hasn't been loud. I mean, like, we've been, I think we're louder, actually, than the kids. Uh, Well, we just were a little yeah. louder than the kids. That's for sure. Pretty, pretty inappropriate going on here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yes. So what we wanted to do tonight was review two restaurants. Liza had never been to 50s Primetime, and neither one of us had been to Haleo, which is in Dizzy Springs. It just opened. So we thought we would review both of those restaurants. So let's start with let's start with the easy one. Let's start with 50s Primetime. It's a classic. It's, you know, super fun. It's in Hollywood Studios, which was where we spent the day today because it was the 30th anniversary. And um, it's basically kind of like and the idea behind it is you're visiting your grandma's house. And so it's got that kind of decor, TVs playing, you know, little 50s sitcoms. You like that. The, the theming is beyond cute. The theming is adorable. I love the theming in that restaurant. I walked around like a freak with a GoPro camera and took video footage of all of the tables in the restaurant. I kind of got a little flack from the servers. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Because well, they always yell at you there, right? Yeah, they do. They kind of do, but they were, <laughs> they were just giving, they were just, they were joking with me, honestly, but it was pretty funny. Um, but it's so cute. It makes you really want to put on one of those dresses and an apron. and, and Maybe not the apron. I don't know. I always think about an apron, like, in the 50s. I don't know. I think it's Lucy. Yeah, she was. Wouldn't it be great to dress up like that every single day? And I'm like, you have to work, you know? But they but, did work, but they still dressed up. They heels. They, like, cooked dinner. You see pictures of them, like, pulling a big roast out of the oven in high Yes, heels. and white gloves, and they pick out the whole thing, get the yeah. hair done. See, that's the thing. I need a roller set for the week. Because I want my hair to not move for a week. I want it just to be set and forget. 
and then I can go get it done every week. See, that's that's where it's at. That would be kind of great. Unfortunately, our lifestyle doesn't really support that, I think. No. It to work. No. But, you know, file that away for the future, maybe. Um, okay, so we had dinner there, and there are a lot of different things on the menu. Liza and the other people at the table, um, Sasha had the pot, pot pie, the chicken pot pie, which I've had before. It's really good. But hers was gluten-free. Hers was gluten-free, yeah. They could accommodate her in lots of different things. Um, She had lots of choices there, so that wasn't a problem. You know, they had a roast beef, which was gluten-free. Liza and Nick, our friend Nick, got the fried chicken. What did you think about the fried chicken? Okay, so here we go. The fried chicken came with a side of corn. And a side of, they said it was garlic mashed potatoes with a brown gravy, which I really like the mashed potatoes and gravy. I asked for all white meat because it comes usually with a combination of a white meat and some dark meat fried chicken. And it's bone chicken is what I call it. So it's chicken on the bone. I should have asked them if they could do like chicken strips, but she probably would have said something to me about it. They have chicken strips there for the kids. I saw that because I'm not really a fan of chicken on the bone. Or I, call I don't it, understand. A lot of people won't eat chicken that's on the bone. And I'm like, you know that's where it came from, right? Yeah, I do. But it also comes with bones. And it comes with, like, other things that you can't chew sometimes. And, like, some weird veins and stuff. I, I always I don't feel like if you're going to commit to eating meat, you commit to the weird stuff, too. No, but see, I'm, I'm not really committed to the meat. Stop. That's I'm true. Just, You're kind of like a semi-vegetarian. I am. I am. But I, but I, I, I kind of thought the fried chicken looked pretty good. But when, It was good. When they brought it out, you get four pieces of fried chicken. I'm talking big pieces of fried chicken. Like, there was multiple body parts to connect it to one thing. So, I don't even know. Because yeah. I can't distinguish what, what pieces Well, what. if you had the legs, because Nick got I all know the dark a leg. Meat. I know a leg. Yeah, Nick got all the dark meat. Now, I like a mixture I like of a both. Leg. I like I like the legs. I won't eat the leg. But it was good chicken. It was it was it was not overdone. It was moist. It was yeah, that word. The breading was very flavorful and good. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they're rolling those chickens out all day. Yeah. I mean it was good chicken. That's a popular thing. Yeah. That's probably one of the most popular things on the menu. That in the combo plate, which is what I got. Because I, I couldn't make up my mind. I got the roast beef. You got a you got a little bit of roast beef. You got a piece of chicken. And you've got the uh, meatloaf. Honestly, that meatloaf was really good. It had like a little spicy sauce on it. It also came with potatoes and gravy um, and some green beans, which somehow I neglected to eat because Liza gave me a piece of her fried chicken. Yeah. Um, I didn't think my roast beef was really that good. Really? I make a pretty good roast beef at home, so Uh-oh. it's hard to compete with that. Um. But I thought it was good. You know, I the food there is, I've never had bad food there. I've never had good service. I would say Tara, who was our server tonight, was probably one of my favorite servers. She was had. great. I she loved her. great personality. And the funny thing was, is her husband works there as well. And he was sitting at the table across from us. He wasn't working tonight, obviously. And he had brought their little boy and he was five. Adorable. So cute. And um, he actually has a podcast, so we're going to have to check that out. Yeah, I mean, just fun. We ended up making friends with, like, half the restaurant. We had a blast talking to everyone. We had other servers coming over. They were funny. One of them is, like, a comedian for his other job. So we had a blast there. 50s prime time. Dessert. We both had the ice cream sundae. It was okay. I will say that there are better things on that menu. The shakes are good, and also 
You really can't beat that uh, chocolate peanut butter cake. Which if didn't. I had a do-over, I would get the shake. I would get the chocolate peanut butter and jelly shake. Yeah. That's what I should have gotten. But I thought, I bet the Sunday's going to be good here because it's like a malt shop kind well, of vibe. it's cute looking too. It, it looks just cute. Okay. I was not a fan. I thought the ice cream wasn't great. It was all melty and a weird texture by the time I got it. Um, I just wasn't a fan of it. I, I had remorse, or like dessert remorse and regret. And you never want to regret a dessert choice. No, dessert's like really important. If you're going to commit to those extra calories, you really want them to count. Yeah, you want to enjoy every bite and like be like, God, this is good. This was totally worth it. I know it was a good decision. I wasn't. I wasn't solid on my decision on that point. I like that chocolate peanut butter cake. That's probably one of my favorite. Like, a lot of times I feel like chocolate cake in a restaurant is never as good as you get at home because it's always a little dry. I think their chocolate peanut butter cake is amazing. I've had that with the kids. Mm. And even the brownie sundae is good. And I know you weren't crazy about that ice cream, but I thought Mm -hmm. the brownie sundae is really good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And, by the way, Sasha was able to get a gluten-free brownie, and she was happy with it. Yeah, she ate it. They they had a lot of stuff. If you have an allergy like that, if you've got a gluten allergy or even a dairy allergy... They have a lot of options for you. So that's great. And we should also mention, just sort of honorary mention, also in Hollywood Studios, we ate at the Brown Derby Lounge today, also with Nick and Sasha and our friend Sarah, who's an agent with and Mandy. Montreal. Yeah, and Mandy was there as well. We ate with a group of friends. Love Brown Derby Lounge. It is the best thing ever. I think most of us ended up having either the Cobb salad or the sliders. beef sliders. So stinking good. We all yeah. had the ca- the um cake afterward. The grapefruit the- cake. Amazing. So good. So refreshing on a hot day. Yes. Let me tell you. It was really good. Um, And it- we won't really cover that on this one, but I mean, if you want a nice little grown-up lunch, people watching, comfortable, in the shade, I could have stayed there like half the day. Yeah, it was great, except for... Every five minutes, okay, it was like there is a saga of epic proportions going on on a stage behind you, and then you hear like a Darth Vader, (laughs) "I'm gonna get you, Luke." Ah." And then there's the stormtroopers. They do walk by about every forty-five minutes, so like maybe a half hour. No, maybe half hour. It happened literally nine times almost when we were sitting there, and I know it was pretty frequent. I mean, like you're sitting there and kind of enjoying yourself, and you're like, "Dun dun dun!" You're like, "No, Uh, I know." And Captain Phasma is yelling and screaming, "Eat that slider!" I don't know. (laughs) No, I mean it was like it it was a little annoying, but it didn't really bother me because I'm a Star Wars nerd. But I know that you are not. No. She has, okay, you have to understand, Liza has like a little bit of PTSD. But it's not even that. It's not even that. It's just so loud and obnoxious. And it's like, you're out there having a good time trying to talk or let's say you had to do some work. I had some work I had to do. I was actually trying to work. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like Captain Phasma walking by in her shiny little suit thinking she owns the place. That is tough. I mean, like, because we go down here a lot, but the reality is a lot of times we're stopping during the day and working. Like, I had to stop like four or five times. Things come up. So, I mean, but it's not like people go to the park to work. So we really can't complain. That it's not, like, they don't have, they sh- you know what, they should put it in an office somewhere. Oh, a DVC lounge. If only I knew somebody that was a member. I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> if we're in Epcot, you can find us in the DVC lounge working. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, if you're a client, I probably sent you a quote from there. There you go. Okay. We finished Hollywood Studios. Two thumbs up. 
enjoyed it's the day. Fine. Enjoyed it's fine. the day there. It was fun. You know, it was the 30th anniversary. That's going to be, first of all, just, we were discussing this earlier. I think the music in that park and the style in that park is fantastic. The lighting at night, you can't, there's no more beautiful park at night than Hollywood Studios. I would always maintain the lighting is fantastic. Yeah, that initial walk-in when you're going and you're like, transported back to the 40s yeah you know that that is cool or the art deco time of the 20s 30s and 40s era that's yeah. that's what it reminds me of i love the music oh, i the think this great. is probably the only music i could literally dance to and not fall over because i am the least coordinated person but music from the 30s and 40s is made for people like me. We're so hip. I love that music. Well, that's part of the reason why I love Tower so much. That cue music is the same yeah. thing, but it's so, it's kind of haunting though. But I love it. I love it. And I love that kind of music. I, I love that park. I love the entrance to it. But it, it, it does have a little bit of an identity crisis right now. Yeah. It's it tough. really does. It's, it does. It's hard. It's hard to stay there all day. It, it, this is really the first time I... Ha this is the longest amount of time I've ever spent in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, me too. I... You know, usually... I mean, because it's been a half-day park for quite a while. Oh, I yeah. Mean, for a long time. But today... But but we had a lot going on. I mean, we got there before, you know, like, I don't know. It was like 8.30 or something. Yeah. It was really early. And we were able to see the parade and everything. But come the end of August, this park is going to be the best place ever. Well, when both of those rides open up, we'll talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're coming down in August though, right? I'm, Did you I decide to go? go? Yeah. Okay, that's right. All right. Pop Century, baby. All the way. I, lo I love Pop Century. I know. I mean, this is fine, but Pop is our place. Okay. Let's... So, last night, we decided to splurge. And some of this was at Rachel's recommendation because... Rachel's a foodie, and she travels a lot, and she was up in D.C., and she had gone to Haleo. In D.C. In D.C. Oh. Um, and she was like, you know, you might want to check this out. And she'd given me a couple heads up about the restaurant. One, uh, and I should mention that Haleo opened in Disney Springs, and it's got a celebrity chef and all that exciting stuff. And she had given me a heads up, and she had said, you know, here's a number of things you might want to try. And just keep in mind, Spanish food is not Mexican food, which we both remarked on several times. But the other thing she said was, is the food is kind of bland. Well, Liza and I are people who would put hot sauce on our hot sauce. Mm -hmm. So that was maybe a little bit of a different experience for us. But, um, okay, so Haleo is in Disney Springs. It's across from Splitsville. It is a beautiful restaurant. Oh, it's gorgeous. The inside, it's very... Like uh, reds and oranges and yellows. Oh, and it's very fun and whimsical, but yet upscale and classy. It is. It's classy, yeah. <laughs> you can dress up easily to eat there. and look. That's and a special date night restaurant. It could, yeah, for sure. It's beautiful. Like, you feel underdressed if you walk in from the park and walk in there, kind of. Because it's so can, beautiful. You can do that, but yeah. Well, everybody was doing that pretty much. Yeah. But it, it just... There were some dressed up couples in there. The people across from us yeah. were all canoodling in their dressy clothes. They had these cute little, like, booths and everything. Yeah. They had some regular tables, but they had lots of booths. They also, I will say, I did go in the back, and I think you were able to do that, too. They had some bigger tables that could easily hold, like, 10 or 12 people, which is nice because, you know, when you go to Disney, sometimes you have a group and, you know, you want a bigger space. So keep that in mind if you're looking for a place for, like, a larger group. 
They um, also have a table with a, a clear top that's got a foosball table underneath it. Which doesn't sound like a good idea with kids. I don't understand it either, but you guys, you could seriously sit down and to eat and play foosball. So I don't know if foosball is a Spanish invention or what's going maybe on with that. Maybe because they play a lot of soccer. Yeah, maybe so. They might I, like yeah. the soccer. Everybody likes the soccer but us, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, the well, U.S., we're just not getting, into it. You know what? My youngest one plays soccer. I mean, he why? loves it. That's well, a different story. It's exciting. It's not exciting, but that's cool. All right, so the idea behind this restaurant is small plates, like tapas, mm-hmm. and then you can also get, like, paella and larger plates and things like that. I did see some people eating a steak. We decided to stick with the small plates because we wanted to try as many things as we could while we were there because we wanted to be able to tell everyone about it. Also, because we like food. So mm-hmm. on Rachel's recommendation, we tried the Spanish tortilla, which is more like a frittata. It was a, a dish with eggs and potatoes. We tried the Spanish potatoes with the garlic aioli and a little bit of a red sauce underneath. The garlic shrimp, we tried that. We tried the, oh, okay, what are they, the chicken croquettes? And you called those, what did you say those tasted like? Croquetas de pollo. Very nice. Traditional chicken fritters is what it's called. So I was unsure of what a fritter was. I should know this. I'm Southern. You do live in Louisiana, but But we don't usually have a fritter. But what they did taste exactly like, if you've ever been to Louisiana, this total Cajun thing. But if you've ever been to Louisiana, these things tasted just like boudin. It's called boudin. Okay. And boudin, but it didn't have the casing. So it's like if you took the stuffing out of the boudin and fried it, tasted like that pretty much, kind of. Once you said that and you described boudin, I was like, okay, this is kind of (laughs) gross. Yeah, because they put it, 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 traditionally it was in a pig intestine. And then you just, like, suck it out of there. Which, why would you do that? I don't know. I didn't do it. I mean, I'm not eating that. But people love it. Well, I I have eaten it before. I'm not going to lie. I like Tabasco and Doritos with it. Oh, really? Which is so weird. But it's a crunch. I feel like I need a crunch. It's too much mush. It was a little mushy. Okay, so let's talk about what we ordered and then we'll talk about how we felt about it. So the menu, if you don't speak it's Spanish. Tough, but they'll help you with it. Like, we were just kind of like, okay. Like, we had the cheese platter. That was amazing. Okay. That was amazing. And we also had the um, the figs wrapped in bacon that were also breaded and fried. And I'm just going to say, absolutely disgusting. Okay, so if you're not an adventurous eater, so here's the yeah, cheese. Yeah, don't go there if you're not an adventurous eater. Here's the cheese description. You get a selection of three cheeses for 19 bucks. A little high. You don't it's get a, a lot. small amount. You yeah. do not get a lot of cheese. First cheese we tried was an Austrian raw cow's milk cheese. This is what it says on the menu. Cured for four months. And then with pulp from Australian apples. That was just, I think that was the one we liked the least. Yeah. Because the other, the goat cheese we adored. Okay, so there's another cheese that's probably like old fermented cheese from some milk of something. That was a manchego. That was good. That Uh, one in the middle. I didn't like it. I like the manchego. You like the goat cheese the best. Okay, this is my recommendation if you go here and you want to get the cheese. You can pick three. All three get the same one. I'm serious. You'll thank me later. Just trust me on this. I have to agree. Trust me on this. 
It's called Cana de Cabra, and it is a soft, semi-sweet goat's milk cheese paired with a rosemary cracker and fig jam. That combination of that cheese and that rosemary cracker with fig jam, I know it sounds weird. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a little piece of heaven in your mouth. It was phenomenal. It's great. Like, I would eat that just for my dinner and just get three of those. Maybe even five. I don't know. But I wish to get all the same thing. Yes. And that's I mean, what I would eat. I, if I were going to go there again, I would stick with the cheese plate. I would get the potatoes I thought were good. The potatoes with the aioli. They had a little red sauce underneath it. To me, those were good. And it was a huge portion. So it was yeah, definitely was big. big enough. Like, if you had a table of four for each person to have a hefty serving. Um like we said before, the bacon-wrapped figs that were deep-fried, that was, and I don't mean to be rude or anything, because I'm sure that, you know, they're trying hard. That was beyond disgusting. We both ate one of them, and to pay $12, $15, whatever it was for that, was a real waste of money. I think you got it six was of them. Fried, it was $11, and it was fried bacon-wrapped dates with an apple mustard sauce, which I really didn't taste any mustard or it was apple overly sauce. sweet just, yeah well i don't know it tasted like honey mustard almost but i didn't taste enough bite to it like no. there was no yeah. spice to it and that's a good point because i think that would have been better with a little more bite you needed some spice or something but the problem with a bacon wrap date is that they Squishy. then breaded it and deep fried it and normally with a bacon wrap date you get the bacon around the date and you just crisp up right. the bacon that would have been fine. But then if they're dipping it in a coating and a breading and then deep frying it on top of that. with the, greasy. And then the bacon was chewy and it wasn't crispy. And that's the problem I had with it. Plus the date absorbed all the grease in the deep fryer. And I, I just think that that was, was an issue. It was bad. The Spanish tortilla, like Rachel told us, that was actually really good. That, that was very nice. And I also think in addition to that, what else did we like? Hang on. Yeah, the, a lot of this, okay, so the potato dish that we had yeah. with the red sauce, that would be fantastic with that Spanish omelet with potatoes and onions, that tortilla, to, what is it, tostada, the tortilla with the onions it's and just, the eggs. I think they just call it a Spanish tortilla. Look, it's not a tortilla. It looks like well, it's flat totally like a tortilla. not like a, yeah, it's totally different than what we think. And that's the thing you have to wrap your brain around is, you go in there thinking all the Mexican stuff you normally have. It's Spanish. It's totally different. And it's a little bland. Yeah, so. that's probably why all those Spanish people went to Mexico to start a new menu. <laughs> they were like, look. We got to get out of this we country. We got to get out of here. I want some spice. Yes. I'm not putting anything well, in here. And, and we should mention we got the garlic or, or the shrimp with the, the garlic. Um, and it had like a beautiful little red pepper in there. And we thought, oh, this is going to be spicy. Nope. Not at all. It was totally false advertising. The shrimp was okay. Honestly, I I don't know that I... I hate to say this. I don't think I would recommend this restaurant. No, I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't recommend it to someone who was even remotely picky. I think if you were even a tiny bit picky, there's there's nothing on that menu for you to eat. No. Nothing. No. And I'm not even talking like moderately. I'm talking like the tiniest bit picky. Don't go. Um... Style-wise, it was beautiful. I think we should, at this point, mention our server. Our server was very nice, but he totally upsold us on everything. And he, like, we said, how much should we order? Because I was almost thinking, like, dim sum, where, you know, you have maybe three bites on a plate. Mm -hmm. So you're ordering a ton of dim sum. And he said, four to six plates per person. Well, we ordered six plates. 
And it was, we, we finished half of it and we're not, we're not the kind of women who don't eat. I mean, we like to throw down if you put some food in front of us, especially when we've been walking, you know, 30,000 steps in a day, we're not feeling bad about eating. And we definitely could not finish half of it. I don't even, yeah, we didn't even eat half of it. He upsold us and that's not okay to do people. It, It ends up being an extremely expensive meal. Oh, yeah. And we were not happy about that. No. So. And people are spending a lot of money on vacation already. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. And it's pretty pricey over there. It was pricey. I mean, you know, things were anywhere from 11 to, what, $18 a piece. And that was just kind of, and this that. is just on the tapas menu. Um, so we didn't like that. He was very friendly, very nice, explained everything to us. Even like the manager came over and told Liza where she could get that goat cheese that she liked in oh, Orlando. So good. Um, but I think that uh, I think that being upsold kind of ruined the experience in a way for us. Oh yeah, it was a little much. I mean, he should have said, "Ladies, listen, that and that and that—that's enough to feed like I don't know four people." Maybe you should just, you know, start small if you need anything. Right. I I don't know. I would have definitely warned someone. I would have too. If they would have ordered that much food. Yeah. It was a, it was a funny amount of food because they kept coming. They kept coming. We would, yeah. And, and he didn't like, and if we had listened to him, we would have ordered at least two more plates. Uh And so I was like, you know, and also the drinks, Liza and I, we said it before, Liza and I will have a drink. We're not big on the we're not big drinkers. We don't, we don't love the taste of alcohol. I ordered the sangria cause I thought it, I had heard it very good things about it. Liza took a taste of it and I didn't drink it, but you she tasted it. I did. And I, I felt like, you know, well, okay, it's just me, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Liza took a drink and what did you think about it? It tasted like cough medicine. It did. I expected, um, you know, Flavor Flav to come on out <laughs> and say, there's my cough syrup. No, yeah, I'm expecting it needs to come in a double cup. One of those double styrofoam cups that the wrappers do. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my God. We're such dorks. Anyway. And I had a castaway old Cuban. And that thing. That's a funny name. I had the old Cuban. I had the old Cuban, too. That's what I told him. <laughs> and I didn't. I was like, well, you know. It tasted just like vinegar. Yeah. It was so vinegary because it has vinegar in it. But it also has like pineapple rum and like lime juice and mint and some Who other stuff. Who knew that an old Cuban was vinegary? He is. He's Yeah, he's vinegary. He's bitter. <laughs> and vinegary and yeah, twangy. I don't know. And then you're sitting down there and they've got this giant pig leg on this cart with like these metal clamps holding it down. It looks very medieval, I must say. And that leg of pig, it supposedly, according to Lynn Tasta, according to Lynn, and Lynn, I'm telling, I heard you say this. He said it's about $25,000 for that pig. And he said that there's about a million dollars worth of leg meat hanging in that restaurant. And I think that's insane. That is insane. We didn't try it. We probably should have, in hindsight, we could have ordered half of what we ordered and ordered the one serving for $36 of some finely, you know, shaved pig leg. You literally get like six thin. And I'm talking like the thinnest prosciutto you can think of. Like you can see through these you things. You can read through it. You can read through it. It's so thinly shaved. You get like six pieces of that for 36 bucks. <laughs> 
That's how expensive. It's expensive. And it's, like, been aged for, like, I don't know, how many years did it say? Like, 75 years? I don't know. It's older than your grandparents. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I think how it's, do you eat it that? it, like, a couple years or a few months or something? I, I have no idea. It's a long time. And what makes it that much money? I mean. See, I don't know. Like, I saw one of those in a shop in Paris once. Yes. And, I saw it on a TV shop. Yeah. And it was like, I really wanted to try it, but it was in Paris and there were pastries. So I was like, whatever, give me an eclair. But, um, yeah, I'll, you know, I would like to try that just once. Just to say you ate like well, leg meat that cost fat- so much. The fat melts in your mouth. I mean, that's like, you know. So they say. I mean, we don't really know because yeah. we didn't try that. Yeah, because our, our waiter, Javier, um, decided to steer us wrong. So Well, he didn't stop us, and he should have probably stopped us. Yeah, I would have stopped us. Okay, you're right. It's only 36 to 48 months. Yeah, you don't want a 7-year-old pig. I said 70. 75. <laughs> oh, it's like, I think it's this, been hanging for this, 75 years. This this pig was around when Khrushchev was around. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, he's a former leader of the Soviet Union who once famously took a shoe and pounded it on a podium to make a point. And then he was, then he was you know, done away with. More well, people should do that. Shoe pounding should come back. <laughs> shoe pounding should, <laughs> I'm going to do it when we finish. I'm going to pound my shoe. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna, if those cheerleaders are loud, I'm going to take my shoe and pound it on the door and go knock it off, kids. Oh, my god! You kids. You know what? They're quiet now. It's us. I just loud. heard them screaming. You didn't hear that? No, I didn't hear them. Oh, my gosh. I heard some screaming. I'm really good at, at not hearing children when they scream. Well, that's though, true. I've got three of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, their final thoughts about Haleo. Final thoughts. I wouldn't send a client there, to be honest. And I feel bad saying that because I always want to give, like, a new restaurant a chance. Mm-hmm. And, but they've been around at this point a couple months. I think that's sufficient time to have everything, have their ducks in a row or their pig legs in a row. Well, apparently with a pig leg... Time is not even an issue. <laughs> no, I mean, a pig can hang around forever. You can hang that pig around for two years. I don't believe they could have a million dollars, right? They got like 90 of them. Uh, okay, well, that means, okay, yeah, maybe it could be a million. That's a lot of money. I think they're I think they're overstocking their pig legs because I don't think they're going to do that kind of business. Who's he? But they can st- they can store them forever. Really? They don't ever go bad apparently. Oh, <laughs> it's like that's, that's like probably why they 50, cost so much. I don't want a dusty old pig leg. Let me go down to the basement and cut you off some pork. Apparently, they're an investment yeah. in your future. That's like a Birkin bag. <laughs> You know, you say you can spend $25,000 on a handbag or a pig leg. Yeah, and, like, we're going to see, like, late, late night commercials about diversifying your portfolio. <laughs> your portfolio. <laughs> and invest in pig legs. Not gold anymore. Gold's nothing. Get these ham legs. Oh, we need leg meat. I'm diversifying my portfolio <laughs> with some leg meat. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's really funny. And that, that'd be a funny commercial. You see like old ladies going, I'm diversifying. <laughs> Give me the pig legs. Stop. <laughs> Nobody's going to steal it. Some, <laughs> some moldy old pig leg in the corner. <laughs> Little do you know. This pig has already increased in value. <laughs> well, and here's what I heard also. 
I heard those pigs are treated very well before they're slaughtered. I mean, they're oh, treated they really be. well. I heard they got they get daily massages. Uh, yeah, until the time comes. Right. And they get corralled in there. And they get and... to eat everything they want. They get rubbed down. I mean, that's like, you know, that's life. Yeah, it's a life until you get cut up, and they just want your legs. Why do you have to kill them? They can just amputate them and put pegs in the back of them. They get that little wheelchair. They <laughs> need little leg wheels. Great idea. Uh, seriously, you don't need to kill them. Just take the legs How off. do you know they do? How uh, do you know they're just not like a big farm full of pigs? <laughs> like rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even put them on ECBs. <laughs> Okay. Okay, we're done. <laughs> All right, so we can't recommend Haleo. I, I think we can say that if you want to be adventurous, maybe head on over there. Keep in mind, this is a lot of money. Don't order like we did, like a couple of lumberjacks. Pigs. Lumberjacks, pigs. Yes. Um. Of course, as always, 50s prime time, thumbs up. Oh, yeah. And we love the Brown Derby Lounge. So. Oh, Brown Derby Lounge all day. Just yes. go. And happy birthday, Hollywood Studios. Great part. Can't wait to see what's coming this year. Oh, so and excited for Mickey and Minnie. I am too. So excited for Runaway. Look at how she just didn't even mention Star Wars. She's like, what? what what's I, going on on that side of the park? If I, don't I have to hear the saga <laughs> of that thing Luke. again, I, oh, Luke, I'm coming to get you. Yeah, he really doesn't say that. I, I thought I heard him say it. I really did. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, because we've amused ourselves, I want to thank you for listening. This show's brought to you by Main Street and More Travel, your friendly neighborhood travel planners. Go ahead and give us a call. It's 919-889-5281, and I will make sure you get the travel planner of your dreams, or at least not of your nightmares. (laughs) Our services are free, and we know a lot about pig legs. Definitely do. Good night. Bye.